Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, The the first thing is I want to thank our fans uh, for coming out. Uh, 11 a.m. Friday kickoff, and obviously the weather conditions certainly not uh, ideal uh, for our fans, but the ones that showed up uh, made a difference. It was uh, really evident that um, they support our program and um, just our hats off to them and, and certainly uh, our appreciation. Uh, really excited about getting the win, um, about securing ourselves a, a winning season. Uh, we all know that uh, you know this is not where we hoped we would be uh, to begin the season, but uh, to send these seniors out—that was that was the uh, the mission, mission from from the time we met on Sunday was. Uh, nothing that has happened uh, prior uh, to this week matters. Uh, what matters is these seniors and sending them out in a game. Uh, you know, they played a lot of football, these seniors, and um, some games will remember, some games they won't. Uh, but you'll always remember uh, your last home game uh, at DKR, especially. Uh, as storied uh, as our tradition is here, uh, and I was just so proud uh, of our guys, uh, you know, in that locker room, small senior class, um, but the, the guys around them really, really rallied and um, sent them out the way they have not just deserved but earned uh, to be sent out. And, uh, you know, John just told me this is the first time uh, since 08, 09 that we've won back-to-back senior days so um, uh, here at DKR. So uh, proud of the effort, uh, proud of uh, the way our guys responded to some early adversity and uh, um, excited to go into the bowl season, um, you know, with a, a good taste in our mouth. Question, uh, injury update, I'm sorry. Um, Caden Stearns, uh, rib injury, tried to return, uh, not fractured. Uh, Devin Duvernay did not finish uh, towards the end there, got a, a shoulder deal, but he, he was in good spirits in the, in the locker room. It did, you know, it, it wasn't like he was in a sling or anything like that, so we'll obviously continue to evaluate that. Um, and then Keontae Ingram re-aggravated that ankle. He, he, he tried his, his butt off um, uh, to go in, uh, but just you know, was was gimping around too much to, to put him back in. And, and we've got uh, a lot of time here to, to get him well uh, for the bowl game. Questions? Start in the middle, Sam. 
Tom, uh, most productive you guys have been offensively more than a month. What was the difference today, and also how do you evaluate that in terms of the bigger picture? Well, we um, we ran the football, um, and we didn't abandon the run. You know, we knew uh, that you know two, three, four yard runs were going to happen, and then you know we were going to uh, stay committed to it. I, I think. You know, the offensive staff had a good plan. Uh, you know, we, we played in a lot of 12 personnel uh, early in the game. We, we threw a, a pretty significant RPO to, to DuVernay, which um, I think probably at least made him think twice about um, playing that particular coverage, with it, which I think was, was going to be big in their game plan. So um, anytime you can establish the run uh, the way that, that we did, kind of opens things up and, and I thought our receivers uh, Sam played really really well um, was decisive uh, and, and accurate and uh, and our receivers made some really big time plays for him too Tom is it is it kind of hard to overstate the importance of Epps's catch when y'all are down for today that he goes up and makes a big play that gets everything going yeah I, I, I'm not gonna yeah I mean you can't overstate it um, you hate to, to have to rely on somebody, you know, making a play to, to spark, um, you, you know, some energy. Uh, but it certainly did. I know that. And um, uh, it was a, a great throw and a tight window and, and obviously a great catch. And um, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it definitely did uh, rejuvenate our offense. And, that, and how do you weigh this? with 600 yards, almost 50 points, compared with how the season has gone. How do you take all this into account going forward in looking at your staff and looking at the offense and what needs to maybe change, if any changes need to be made at all? I'm just really proud of our seniors. Uh, obviously, we know that 7-5 and five is, is not our standard here. Um, and um, there'll, there'll be certainly time enough to, to evaluate it, but uh, really proud. Uh, evaluate the whole program. Uh, from the top down, from myself to the support staff to, to everybody involved. Um, and um, But now is not the time to do that. Now is the time to, to celebrate these seniors. Yeah. Were you still calling the place today? Uh, As opposed to Tim or somebody else? I don't know. Well, we, we kind of all get together and, right. and call plays. And um, so... I mean, it was business as usual. Okay. Let's, let's put it that way. It seemed like y'all were letting it all hang out, you know. Uh, yeah, we we were. I, I think um, we took some risks. We we attempted a, a few special plays. I think, um, you know, once we had a good plan uh, for what their base front and coverage was going to be, uh, which was similar to what we had seen mm -hmm. uh, the last couple of weeks, and we kind of got them out of it, if you will, then it allowed us to, to open it up a little bit and feel like, um, you know, feel like we could, we could take some risks and, and um, uh, knowing that it, it wasn't going to be the, the double cloud, you know, three safeties up, up high and all that. But that starts in the run game, too. And, and um, we ran the ball well early. Uh, when they were in that front and coverage and then obviously hitting the, the RPO to Devin, I think really. Um. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left.
Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, change some things. And the last thing you got, a lot of the freshmen seem we're much more involved today. Jake and Mark Washington, Jared Wiley called a pass. Was there intentional, like, let's get the young players involved? Or they- No, it was win a game. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Jake's been playing the last few weeks when, when we go 10 personnel. And, uh, you know, Jared had, had slid into that, that starting tight end job um, and, and done a nice job. And it was good to see Kenyatta Watson out there, uh, you know, making some plays. And, and obviously, you know, I think we all forget Roshan is a freshman, too. So and Marcus, you know, got a catch or two and, and played really well. So there was a lot of. A lot of youth on that field, a lot of first-year and second-year players. You know, I think sometimes we forget that Malcolm Epps is a redshirt freshman. You know, uh, Keandre Coburn's a redshirt freshman. Moral Ojimo's a redshirt freshman. Um, and, um, you know, th- those guys really uh, performed well today. Tom, I know we've talked to you a lot about the, the defensive line production this year. But what do you think you got out of those guys today? You know, Malcolm had the big sack in the, at the end of the first quarter, and then Bimage made some plays. Tavondre had the fumble recovery. Just what do you think about the D-line today? Yeah, I thought they were really disruptive. Um, you know, they didn't attempt very many uh, run plays, but, um, you know, we, we held them to 71 yards rushing, uh, which is indicative of, of the disruption uh, that the, the D-line was having. And then, uh, you know, to to leave a game with four sacks when that had that had not happened uh, around here in a while I, I felt like you know just from watching it on the sideline that those guys uh, made a made a big big impact on the game coach was staying with the defense a little bit um pretty much a shutout after the second quarter of just just a field goal what, what did you guys say in the locker room at the half did y'all make any specific adjustments that y'all just played harder and kind of had an idea no, I, I don't think harder. We were playing hard. Um, we played better. Uh, we didn't uh, draw up any magic blitzes or, or defenses, I think. Um, when you try to be simple, which which was the, the game plan on, on all sides of the ball uh, today, then you've got to adjust a little bit when, when they kind of poke and prod and find some, some areas of weakness and you say, okay, hey, we're, we're not going to just make wholesale changes and, and start calling different defenses. We're going to fit what we've been repping all week to, to some of the certain things that we've seen. And, you know, we gave up some big plays. I, I was just really proud. You know, we held them to under 50% on third down, 104 uh, on fourth down, especially on the goal line there. That was huge. Uh, and then three of five scoring points in the red zone. So um, still give up, gave up probably uh, too many big pass plays, but uh, at the end of the day, they got themselves off the field. Tom, sorry to go too big picture after a game like this, but at the end of your third regular season here, is there anything that you're realizing about this good job or know about this job that you wish you knew three years ago or, or didn't know three years ago? No. Um, you know, I've got a great administration in Chris Delcani and, and Greg Fenvis and great fan support. And, um, you know, there really haven't been any surprises. 
Hey, Coach, uh, finally went against a coach who likes to go for on fourth down more than you. So <laughs> talk about the the importance of getting off the field on fourth down. I think they only converted uh, one and four. And, and the second question is, was this kind of a, a vintage uh, Sam Elliger performance from him? Yeah, I think so. I think he felt comfortable. I, I think... Um, and, and yeah, you know, they were 7 of 16 on third down, but when you factor in uh, those those three fourth down stops, you know, we were getting off the field, and that's big, um, you know, especially when, when they do, you know, go for it on, on fourth down to to get yourself off the field. Um, was really proud of the, the way that uh, our guys understood, hey, uh, you know, we held them under the sticks on third down. If they want to go for it on fourth, it's our job to, to get off the field. And and um, and we did that for the most part. And then, yeah, I was really proud of the way Sam played. Really um, there towards the, I think it was the first drive of the fourth quarter when the rain started coming down pretty good. We, we had a three and out that, that wasn't real good. But um, uh, beyond that, I thought, I thought he played excellent. You know, I thought he was... You know, we, we, QB draw was a big part of this game plan and uh, was was blocked well. He ran it well. He broke tackles. And then uh, he was trusting his receivers. He was on time. He was decisive um, and uh, was really proud of that. Tom, what uh, I'm not sure when we're going to get to talk to you again, but what kind of statement do you hope this game made to Longhorn Nation, uh, you know, capping this regular season? Uh, that, that we're going to be okay, um, you know, and um, well, things are still headed in the right direction. Uh, obviously, we're not happy with the totality of the season, but, um, you know, the the kids are fighting. Uh, and, um, you know, we, we've got a lot of young, talented players uh, that uh, will we'll be able to, to have another year, and some, some of them their first year, uh, under their belt to to develop and and fill some of these you know really big shoes that that these seniors will leave but um you know the future is very very bright um but we're, we're not oblivious to the fact that um that we, we've got to evaluate what needs to be fixed and fix it and um uh, but again now is not the time to dwell on that now is now is the time to celebrate these seniors um going out on top uh, on their senior day here at DKR. Tom, touching back again on the young players that you had contribute, I guess like how encouraging is it to have a young core kind of established and then you have players again who are contributing on the field, you know, in the first, second year moving forward into next season? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think I counted something like, oh, I'm, I'm going to butcher the number, but you know, I think there was like over the course of the season, there was 14 or 16 first or second year players that had started a game uh, for us. And um, and that's that's a good thing. Uh, you know, they're going to be so much better uh, for that um, experience. And uh, it's something we haven't been able to do around here uh, for a while. But um uh, to your original question, yeah, we are really excited uh, about the uh, talented, youthful groups that, that we have. And obviously, we've, we've still got another game to play, so I, I don't want to turn the page just yet because uh, we've, we've got to send these seniors out uh, one more time, winning their, 
their third straight bowl game. Um, so we'll, we'll be focused on that. But, uh, yeah, it's very, very encouraging to see uh, these young guys continue to step up and make plays. Tom, I guess what does it look like for you guys, staff and team, in the next week or two as you guys move on to recruiting and preparing for the bowl? Yeah, it's uh, no rest for the weary, right? Um, so uh, our guys will have off until uh, Sunday night. Uh, they've got to be back by 8 uh, for study hall. Uh, so hopefully they, they can go home and uh, be with their families, especially these travel squad guys that, um, um, you know, I thought it was really, really neat. Uh, and and I, I do want to thank our, our parents and families of the players too. We, um, uh, you know, as we have done here in the past on uh, Wednesday night, or excuse me, Thursday night, last night, uh, truly Thanksgiving you know that's the night before a game, and, and we got to go 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 to the hotel and and have our family Fridays, if you will, and uh, prepare uh, for an early morning game. Uh, but we invited uh, all of the travel squad guys, families, uh, to have a Thanksgiving dinner with us, and we had over 400 people uh, come spend uh, Thanksgiving dinner with us in the hotel, uh, and uh, it was really neat to see all of these parents and, and their support and, um, you know, a lot of them very thankful for the opportunity to, to spend Thanksgiving with their sons. Um, but uh, as for the schedule, yeah, we'll, we'll hit the road Monday. Uh, the players, uh, we will not practice next week. Uh, it'll be big time emphasis on academics heading into finals uh, with a few lifts and runs in there. And then uh, the following week, we'll still be on the road uh, so we'll have, um, you know, some skeleton crew type practices that following week. Uh, and then uh, we'll get into heavy game planning for uh, whoever we play in the bowl game uh, after those two weeks of recruiting.